0: The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show.
1: And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders radio. And we are here with a very special guest, Mr. Mike Flood, the vice president of community outreach for the Seahawks. Mike, welcome to Answers for Elders radio.
0: Thanks, Suzanne. It's nice to see you again.
1: It's always good to see you, and I always love working with you guys when we do 12 Days of Goodness. And, but this weekend, upcoming weekend, is a very, very special um, week for the Seahawks. Tell us a little bit about what's going on for our veterans.
0: Well, the whole month is uh, our Salute to Service month, and we're going to focus on many different groups. Uh, primarily, in the month, we're going to re- be raising money for a group called The Mission Continues, Mm. And the mission continues, uh, and by the way, we'll raise that money by merchandise that we sell at the team store that's uh, military-themed. And the mission continues, enables uh, men and women who have gotten out of the service to get together and do community projects together.
1: So important.
0: It is, because there's a sense of uh, camaraderie and mission that you miss when you <clears throat> when you get out of the service. And uh, I know I haven't had to deal with that, because when I got out of the Coast Guard after 20 years... I immediately joined the Seahawks and have gotten to be part of community outreach for 20 mm-hmm. years now. So I have that sense of shared mission. And uh, and Armando Mejia, who works with us, U.S. Army, works with the Seahawks, he and I uh, know what that feels like. And so we have uh, decided and the team has decided that we're going to support the mission continues this month, but with uh, both the money we raise and through some other special events mm-hmm. we're going to do with those guys.
1: Well, and you know, when you're talking about having a sense of purpose. Um it's so it's so important that you guys have had such a sense of purpose outside of football for so many different things and I know that the month of November you know I I as a fan first thing I think of when I think of veterans it's like I go to the Seahawks And I think a lot of the things that you're so much a part of, because you have a military background, obviously, and you've just brought that heart into the team. And I want to personally thank you for that, Mike, because I know that's a big part of who you are.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. My father served in World War II in Korea as a Marine. And uh, our owner, Paul Allen, who just passed away, yeah, so sadly for, for us and for me, I've known him since he was 19 years old, but he had a, a special appreciation for military service, too, through his father and just through what he saw in the world. And so he created handbooks for people who were getting, families who were getting deployed. He uh, has wanted to honor people in various ways. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and of course, he created the, the Flying Heritage and Combat Armor Museum up in uh, at Payne Field that has tons of operable airplanes and yeah
1: and you know i'm so lucky because i live about two miles from Painfield, and so i see these wonderful planes flying overhead and i think to myself "Why am i ever blessed to be able to have that experience
0: yeah they're they're really it's really (laughs) special to see them fly we one of the things we do during the course of the year is during training camp we have we adopt a service every year and uh this year we adopted the air force uh, last year was first Special Forces group from Fort Lewis, and they take a twelve wow. flag all over the world and, uh, and We have a big ceremony where we change the flag at the end of the year from one service to another. But during the summer, we had one hundred Air Force personnel at uh, training camp, and five yeah. World War II aircraft flew down the uh, the lake right over training camp. oh which, my gosh it was so really cool to see yeah. that is
1: very cool, yeah. very cool and and to to really I, I can only imagine the impact on the actual players themselves to have that kind of uh connection,
0: yeah, it's people realize that there's a connection between football and and uh and the military, but we fully admit that going being in the military and serving is is a much tougher uh, role, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, military members appreciate football players, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool when they get together and they share stories and uh, and just that camaraderie of doing something where you, you really have to give it your all.
1: Well, and not only that, relying on your teammate. Yeah, that you is. Know, yeah. That's a big part good, of it, I'm point. sure. Is that yeah. cor- correct? I'm just a Yeah,
0: you know, you're right.
1: So obviously you guys are doing you're a good. lot for uh, Salute to Service, and this is a special Veterans Day program. So if we're going to talk to the 12s, um, a little bit about what is it that, you know, what is this? Should you know what are the the main messages that the Seahawks would like to provide provide to the twelves?
0: We we consider our our job and our opportunity to <clears throat> salute people who who are serving now and who have served uh, long ago. For example, this year at, at halftime, we're going to salute a half a dozen <clears throat> men who fought with General MacArthur. Uh, in the Philippines, philippine Am- Americans who oh, uh, wow. who received the Congressional Gold Medal for their service, both during the combat and what they had to endure uh, during things like the Bataan Death March. So we've got those wow. guys coming. They'll be they'll be on uh, with us during the game, and at halftime, the fans will get a chance to salute them.
1: Oh my gosh, that's and we've amazing. got a World War
0: II veteran who will be uh, a B seventeen <clears throat> uh, veteran who is going to is going to raise the 12th night flag. I'm not going to give you his name yet, but... And we've got, <clears throat> during team runout, we've got a, a military member who will lead the team out of the tunnel with the U.S. flag.
1: Oh, so cool. So cool. And then, obviously, <clears throat> having that ability to um, really connect at the game and see that is to think about the military that are around in everyone's lives. That, you know, you may have a father or a grandfather Or something like that. I always tell people, you know, somehow learn their stories. Sometimes they don't want to talk about it or they would love to talk about it, but nobody really asks them. And I think that's something that, you know, this kind of opportunity will hopefully spur some conversations with families around.
0: That's a great thought, Suzanne, because we we really do need to give people a chance to tell us what they would like to express from Mm -hmm. the things that they've done.
1: Right. So we are talking to Mr. Mike Flood. He's the Vice President of Community Outreach for the Seattle Seahawks. Go Hawks. Makes and Mike, tell us a little bit more about uh, Thursday Night Football. What's going to happen at Thursday Night Football?
0: Thursday Night Football, our salute to service game, will be held on November 15th. We'll be playing the Green Bay Packers. And uh, that's the game where we really highlight. Throughout the year, every game, we uh, highlight military personnel. Mm-hmm. But in this game, we we go a little bit above and beyond that, and we'll have 150 service members who will unfurl a giant U.S. flag.
1: Oh, wow. We've got a
0: a great uh, Air Force uh, staff sergeant who's going to sing the national anthem. Uh, One of the things that's going to happen before the game is that we've got players who pick the service that they want to honor, and we'll have military members from all five branches out there or in the locker room with them Mm -hmm. here in the next week or so putting decals on the on helmets and the player and the and the service member will do that together and it gives the uh, the players a chance to talk to the military members and vice versa right in the heart of the Seahawks locker room. I
1: love that I love that and it, again it brings that connection together that we were talking about earlier. It does. Yeah so tell us a little bit about more what the Seahawks are up to this year.
0: Well uh, throughout the year we do things where like I said we honor one service throughout the year and we we put mm-hmm. special emphasis on them but uh in more private ways we try and salute recognize and embrace gold star families and the family members of, of mm-hmm. those and this this includes not just the organization itself the franchise but the the players the players are into this and they want to make a special effort to uh, to know that they care about these folks so Throughout the year, we might have people come to practice or just come on a tour of, of our headquarters. Um, we also have those people come to games, and military members are honored every game in the South End Zone. It's our military zone, and the players, when they come out to warm up, will come by and high-five, hug, and uh, acknowledge the folks out there. And the folks, the people in the stands there know that every game we do a reenlistment, and so the uh, the fans will stand and and uh, honor that moment where someone re-enlists in the service before every game. That's awesome. About half an hour before kickoff.
1: That's awesome. And, you know, you guys have been so amazing with um, our military seniors. And I have a personal thank you for what you've done for us, you know, just for the veterans that are in our program specifically. I know you've been down to Patriots Landing down at DuPont a couple of times and connected with so many of the veterans there in that amazing um, place that they're at um, tell us a little bit about you know what what's been your experience with s- our seniors
0: visiting seniors in, in a center like Patriots Landing tomorrow I'll be at Heron Heron's Key
1: which oh, is, is in, in Gig Harbor uh-huh.
0: but uh, for us and for the players to visit folks there and be able to really just sit down and listen and and tell them how much we appreciate and, and really the stories are so awesome
1: aren't they we, amazing
0: at, at Patriots Landing you and I met uh Al Jones, who yes. flew, flew for the RAF before the U.S. got into World War II and then flew for the for the U.S., 100 years old here soon. These these uh, men and women, last year we had uh, Colonel Barbara Nichols raise the 12th man flag before our salute to service came. She had been, I think, a Rosie the Riveter for Boeing and then became a nurse oh and served in World War II Korea and Vietnam. She was 95. She raised the flag. The fans just love that, seeing her story and seeing her up there raising the flag.
1: That's incredible.
0: So meeting these people and g- having that chance to to say thanks is a big deal for us.
1: Absolutely. And understanding, too, the connections that you make um, with the community to get their stories out. I know that, um, you know, one of the things that you, that the Seahawks have really been good about is – you know, bringing those stories up to the surface and doing events like at JBLM and different types of, of um, you know, fan gatherings down there and things like that that you've done has been incredible. So, um, you know, what have been, I guess, the biggest, biggest takeaways for working with our our military veterans? What is the most important part about, about the, it? To, the biggest the
0: takeaway is that for us is to know that we have this special opportunity to make a difference for them, for men and women, families mm-hmm. who have served or are serving, to know how much they appreciate that, it's a really special place to be. And so we don't want to miss the opportunity to, to uh, salute these folks.
1: Right, and so to tell the 12s today before we close, what is the most important thing that they can do to honor their loved ones?
0: Well, I love the uh, the idea that people say thank you for your service when people are walking through an airport, things like that. But also just to be cognizant of uh, of, how, of the effort that it takes and even though you may see other things in the media, just know that these these guys are out there, men and women are out there fighting ISIS and driving them into a much smaller realm than they used to be. These mm-hmm. are things that we get to find out from working with people in, in the service. And and just show your appreciation for them any way you can.
1: Absolutely. And I think, too, you know, just remembering the stories. I think one of the things that, that we can do as a community is... To just connect with our loved ones. So Mike, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks
0: for the chance to explain what we do.
1: Well, we're excited to have you on. Thank you again. Thanks, Suzanne.
0: Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive our monthly newsletter, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed.